You're listening to the Smoking Joe Thunder podcast, podcast, podcast. Hey, what's going on? It's your boy Joe Thunder back once again with another episode of the Smoking Joe Thunder podcast. You know, we just keep them cranking out, cranking, cranking good ass content for you. And we got a way ass different one, dope ass guests. I don't even know where to start. You know what <laughs> I mean? But real quick, shout out our official sponsor, Be Good Dispensaries, over there on 11 West Hamden and up north on 120th across from Boondocks. You know, shout out the homie all of us can make it tonight. But we got to keep pushing. And like I said, we got a jack of all trays. <laughs> She's a rapper. She's an MC. She um, has OnlyFans. She's a wildcat. <laughs> She's a porn star. <laughs> I'm FaceTime Mommy. <laughs> FaceTime Mommy. There you go. Thank you. Welcome for coming. How you doing? How you doing? I'm great. Thank you for having me. But like you said, you're a jack of all trades. Huh? <laughs> I do it all. That's what I like to hear. <laughs> Shit, you know what I mean? Ain't nothing wrong with that. But real quick, kind of tell them like where you're from and kind of you know how you made your way to Denver, <laughs> how you got kidnapped. All right, um, I'm originally from Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Um, fucking Land of Lakes. Uh, probably about five years ago, I was just dancing in Milwaukee. Uh, you know, kind of going through like a darker patch, like, like some phase, people right? trying to do. Well, you know, and uh, I knew some. <laughs> I knew some crust punks on the internet. Some crust punks, and, real quick. Uh, <laughs> explain what a crust punk is. All right, is, crust punks. Um, you ever go to 16th Street Mall? Yeah. All right. You know those kids who be hanging out? They got the bandanas on their dogs. They're drinking, like, Kentucky Gentlemen. Gotcha. Like, little dirty dreadlocks. Playing good music, though. Like, right. some banjo shit. Okay. Those, those are crust punks. Right. The traveler kids. And they travel. <laughs> So, um, like, these kids hit me up. They're like, yeah, do you want to smoke? We're in Milwaukee. And I was like, all right, yeah. yeah so they pull up, and it's, like, three kids, a couple fucking dogs, some shit-ass car that was, like, literally filled to the brim with pizza boxes from Little Caesars, like, oh, graffitied shit. all over inside. And they're like, pack a bag, you're going to Colorado. And I was like, what do you mean? Like, I don't have money to go to Colorado. They're like, no, like, you're a stripper. You, you don't need money. Let's go. All you need is a bag. <laughs> exactly. So to get the bag. I, I packed a duffel bag full of all my shoes, all my clothes, um, and a shit ton of sweaters because in my head, Colorado is just, like, snowy all the fucking right. time. All I had to go off of was South Park. <laughs> oh, shit. Have you been to Casabonita yet? I, I have not. Oh, no, everybody man. told me it sucks. It does. <laughs> and then COVID happened, so... Um, but yeah, so these motherfuckers, I like, I didn't think anything about it. So I was like, shit, let's go. I hop in the fucking car. We spent like four or five days panhandling and shit coming out to Colorado. Uh, we ended up in Fort Collins first, and I thought it was like the coolest fucking place ever. I felt like I was home, and that was like a feeling I never had in Wisconsin. Right. Uh, so I was like, I'm going to stay. And then we made our way to Denver a couple days later. Uh, I met one of my other internet friends, and she was just like, you know, if you want to stay, you can stay here and just figure it out. And that's what happened. I hit up my roommate. I said, sell my shit, get rid of my shit, and um, I'm not coming back. And I haven't been to Wisconsin since it's five years ago now. <laughs> was it hard for you to get a job right away when you got here or no? No, I secured a job. Um uh, was it Out in Boulder? Dancing? Yeah, I was dancing. Um, it was at the bus stop before they tore it down. Okay. It, was, it was a fucking lit-ass place. Fully nude. Mm -hmm. You just drink a bunch of Red Bulls. and. So the, you would drive the from... The college kids loved it. You would drive from Denver to Boulder I to work? I took a fucking Uber every day. Damn, that's expensive. But then you're probably making money. But I will, I will say this right here. <laughs> the wildest shit I've kind of ever seen was at an all-nude strip club. I've seen some wild shit. And this shit was in Albuquerque, <laughs> and it was called Spanky's. And it was, like, underneath the bridge. It already sounds a little oh. sus. And, like, one of the, was, I was going to college out there, and one of the homies was dating, you know, one of the girls. And they was like, come on down. I'm like, all right, cool. <laughs> and it was, it was cool. And then at the end of the night was the grand finale. And I ain't ever seen a grand finale Was it, like it a was, water show? It wasn't a... A waterworks show? It wasn't I mean I guess you can maybe technically call it that but it was That's a, le a it was a lesbian show. Oh. Did they pull out a double ended? They pulled everything out. Fuck yeah. And their thing was <laughs> as long as the money keeps coming we, we will keep not stop. We going. Yes. Yes. And that shit went for about an hour and a half, bro. I ain't even it. I, love I was it. like I love them for that. Yeah, they did not pull out <laughs> one, but I mean it went down. 
I love that for you. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, that was that was yeah. That was one of the highlights of That's fucking so <laughs> You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but they made a lot of fucking you imagine money getting thrown for almost an hour and a half, like, you know. Fools wanna see what they want to see and there was no stopping. Hey, I'm I feel it. I'm the same way, you know. Everything has a price. Right. <laughs> Did wild shit like that happen at your strip club up in Boulder or what? No. It was, it was a little more. It was fucking tame. Honestly, yeah. strip clubs in Denver well, and Colorado are just kind of like. Because you're wild. I'm wild. Uh, honestly, typically strip clubs look at me and they don't want to hire me off the bat because of how I look. They think I might draw in a bad crowd. Right. But most of the men who I talk to, most of the people who are my sugar daddies are some of the most normal, like functioning contributing members of society well they usually so normal right they really are they see me and they're like that's not my wife at home (laughs) one of the things that you said earlier that kind of struck me is you said that the pussy was for personal (laughs) and the ass is for business right okay yeah i did say that (laughs) but that's actually i mean that is an yeah. amazing way to say that shit because, like, there right. is a boundary. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so um, when I first got into porn, like, I knew... I w- like, I was scouted, and then this company talked to me for a year before I ever caved in and was like, all right. So they were I'm trying done. to convince you for about a year. Yes. And did they see you like at the club or did you, where did they no, see you? No, they found me on Instagram. Okay. <laughs> they found me on Instagram. They found my posts. Um, they liked what they saw. Uh, I did a video call with them. So they saw like I wasn't like yeah. a filter or anything, you know, because there's so many face tattoo filters and shit nowadays, like for yeah. everything. Those are real. Um, <laughs> no, so, so they called me and um, they were like, you know, we want to fly you out to L.A. We were like, we want to change your life. We want to put you on like type shit. And I weighed really heavy about it because I knew it would affect my relationships. And it definitely did. You said it did. Yeah. It did. It has. It always will. Like, it, even if I stop doing it now, it's still going to affect it's my gonna relationship. It's going to come up. Because it exists. You can look it up. Like, Do you want to mention that real quick? Guys, one thing, if you're <laughs> ever with... Face, tap, mommy. Do not say. Or don't, ask. don't ever like. Okay, the biggest thing. Not even just me. Right. Any yeah, any woman talk. who does sex work, any sex worker, we don't want to hear you right before you put it in. Be like, oh, but and or in general, like, oh, what if it's not like like in the scenes you shoot? What if it's not like porn? Like, what if it's not like the other guys? Like, yeah, first of all, why are up. you thinking about the other guys while you're about to fuck me? Um, Weird. <laughs> and second of all, like, you do not bring that. Real up. life sex is like that. It's emotion and it's spontaneous and it's hot and it's sexy and you're like doing things in the moment that maybe sometimes you normally wouldn't. Exactly. But like, porn sex is like shit that is appealing to masses, shit that's appealing to popular niches at the time, and it's not fucking fun. At all. Porn sex is not fun. It takes so long. Like, there, there's so much that goes right. into it. Right. It's there, not what you think. There are some times where, you know, I've shot a 30-minute scene yeah. and it takes 16 fucking hours to shoot. Like Tell what you were telling earlier because that was funnier than fuck, <laughs> for real. Like, you, she broke it down. Like, a fucked up day filming porn. All right. A fucked up day filming. What time? It, it probably doesn't start early. It probably doesn't start at eight, but it probably starts like what, twelve or two? Yeah, or you get there depends? like twelve. Mm. Like, well, you hope everybody's there, on time. <laughs> right? Uh, but nobody's on time. Right. Uh, like, I I run fashionably. Like, I'm not even on time. Right. So if I'm there before everybody else, something's wrong. If, <laughs> and I'm not the professional yet. Like, <laughs> that that's when you know maybe it's a little. Hmm. Um, Let's talk about a fucked up day filming porn. Fucked up day. So you get there at like 12. Uh, you woke up late, so you had to shower and do your makeup and everything really quick, moisturize your body, you know, so you didn't eat. You know, you have to call fucking dispensary delivery to bring you some fucking dabs and vapes because you fucking forgot all that shit Already. at your hotel room. 
and <laughs> and that already takes like an hour and a half to get there and by then the person you're supposed to be acting with is still not there and they're texting people that they're pulling up and that goes on for you know, down the 45 block. fucking yeah. minutes until they pull up and they got food for themselves in hand and you know like you're trying to be professional so you don't want to drink or anything like that you're just trying to smoke your weed and be calm and like you know tolerant but you know then people like start drinking and doing xanax and chicks they're nervous to shoot with you because you intimidate them and then that prohibits them from getting or keeping a fucking boner. So then you got to run to 7-Eleven get, like, one of those rhino dick pills and, like, hope that works really quick. Right. And usually, by the time that works, you know, you can pump out a little bit of the scene. But, but then, then they want to, like, take a smoke break a couple times and you make a couple phone calls. And you're literally just sitting there, like, uh-huh. legs spread open. Like, you can't move where you are because, like, you have to stay in the spot for the scene. He can come back. They can put tape where his knees and hands were. I'm fucking upside down, like, head on the floor, hips on the fucking couch, like, legs over my head, sitting there waiting for these phone calls and smoke breaks to be done. By the time he gets there, finishes the scene, he can't even fucking nut. Right. So then we got to run around the fucking warehouse and try and find some fucking lube that doesn't make people react weird or anything. Uh-huh. It's, like, allergy-friendly and... By then, what hour is this, real quick? By then, it's fucking 10, 11 at night, midnight. And you ain't even got half of it done yet. Nah, dude. Like, <laughs> you, you can go home at like 2, 3 in the fucking morning. And pray to God, like, Uber is like still giving McDonald's away or something like Right. Have you ever had it where you go to film something and the guy is like maybe too fucked up on drugs and just like it was a waste of almost. I mean. No, not in that sense. Like, a lot of people in the industry, they be on, like, Adderall and Xanax, Valium, shit like that. Like, so they get away with it because they have prescriptions. Like, but none of them are, you know, taking it how they're supposed to type shit. They all got their pharmaceutical friend who's, like, you know, giving them extra on the side. But, like, I've never personally had it affect a shot with me. Right. Uh, most of the people who I've shot with, who've reached out and shot with me, have been super fucking respectful. Um, I think kind of because my image, I give off like, I'm like, don't come to me with bullshit. Right. Like, I, uh, I will, I'll call you out, chop I'll cancel you, I'll chop your fucking <laughs> dick off. Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't fuck with her. Shit, I treat that good. Cause. <laughs> You wake up and Lorena Bobbitt. It's gone. Yeah, that's my that's my role model, Lorena Bobbitt. And then what you gonna do? That's your role model. You know, everybody. That's kind of scary, people, right there. Like, people look up to like bitches be looking up to like Barbie and shit. Like I'm a, I'm looking up to a bitch who take no shit. Right. Nah, I'm gonna take it with me too. <laughs> I won't be nice enough to throw it out a car window though. I'll you ain't never gonna find that to, shit. They, I'll probably <laughs> feed it to like a dog or something. Oh, I throw it in the fucking sewer. <laughs> You are ruthless. Why would I want you to get it back if I cut it off? Hey, I mean, well, if you're doing something where you're going to cut it off, then that's pretty extreme. Big facts. I put up with a lot of shit. Damn. So, real quick, we went off track a little bit because of myself, but how did you get into to doing porn? Yeah. You I said you got discovered on IG. Yeah, I was scouted. So, um, it was, like, during quarantine, um... I didn't even make my OnlyFans yet, actually. Um, They fucking told me I should make an OnlyFans, you know, to, like, Mm -hmm. boost my brand and shit. Uh, But I don't know. (laughs) It's just not your thing. I just... I I don't, like, put in a lot of energy into shit that I don't care about, and that's, like, something I don't care too much about. Like, I like my body and shit, so I'd be taking pictures. You know, I'll send it to, you know, my entanglements and shit. Maybe the nice ones that I don't send them, I'll post right. on there. And, you know, you can pay the monthly fee. I'm, you know, I'm providing enough a month, you know, for people to want to keep paying for it. But, like, I, ke- I keep it completely solo on yeah. OnlyFans. Um, what if, is it maybe because you just haven't got a big bag yet? If you got a big bag, would it maybe change it? No, I mean, my OnlyFans makes enough money where I don't work a normal job. That, it pays my rent that and my alone? bills. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, everything else I do is just fun money. Bread and butter. <laughs> Hell yeah. So how'd you kind of get started in things? Like, you did you... Can 
like when you watch porn, you always see like the casting calls. Is that real? I don't watch porn. I do. Um, but with the casting call, did you have to go up and like fuck the dude right there and like show what you're all about? I mean, that's no, actually, my <laughs> sorry, my first professional scene, uh, I broke a world record. So well, let's talk about this. Oh my god, what okay. kind of what kind of record did we break? A tattoo record. Okay, okay. so uh, the companies I work for are. You know, they're kind of similar to the whole Suicide Girls thing. You know, it's, you know, hot girls with tattoos, uh. crazy hair type shit, stressed years, naked. Uh. <laughs> but um, there's also a lot of fucking involved. Um, and on top of the fucking, there's, like, a lot of tattooing involved sometimes. We kind of talked about yeah, that. Yeah, so, like... Um, there are some artists out in L.A. who are also, like, part-time uh, porn talents, and so they'll do these, like, alternative shoots. Um, do you get paid more for an alternative shoot? Is it, like, a specialty? I will tell you, um, I get paid way more than the average girls who are on my level and been doing it as long as I have. <laughs> okay. I ain't nothing wrong with that. Um, but... Porn does not make as much money as people think. As you would think? It does not make as much money as people think. Because usually your money is the money you make up front when you do the shoot. Mm -hmm. And then not so much residual unless you're so you really get paid fucking up front. big. Yeah. You get paid up front and that's your money. And then usually you're signing contracts to give the company ownership of the, the content they shot. Yeah, usually you'll get your pictures, but not the, like, not video the, content. Yeah. yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, I had to look up recently, like, what average porn people were making in. You're way above that? That's good. <laughs> we won't say right. I don't like to talk about how much money I make because I try to be very humble right. i'm very very appreciative and grateful for all the opportunities and things i've been giving given there's a lot of blessings i've gotten uh, <laughs> from this uh you know but i don't know i'm living comfortably my, yeah. my kids living comfortably well you definitely bring <laughs> a different element to the game you know what i mean and how would you say? I mean, it's it's fascinating. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> you know, it, there is no other like, way, hmm. in my opinion. It's not bad at all, you know. What's the craziest scene you've ever experienced on on set or <laughs> throughout your Escalades? Oh, <laughs> man. Escalade. Okay, like. <laughs> I know the list is long. You're just trying like, what should I tell this fool? Because. Fuck. Can I say like anything? You can Am say I? whatever okay. you want. <laughs> you can smoke. You can do whatever you want. The, <laughs> the mic is yours, girl. All right. So I think, like, cause I I really do have a lot of amazing shoots. They go well. Like I can pay good. Everybody always feeds me. Everybody smokes me up. Like I have great relationships with these people. I'm friends with their families, their girlfriends, mm -hmm. their husbands, whatever. Um, but. They got to hate a little bit when they see a hot, attractive woman like yourself come in. And like I said, you bring a different... No, because, okay, look, to be in relationships with people who are in this industry, you have to be so fucking confident with yourself and understand that there is a big separation between business and relationships. Yeah, front and back. Look, front and back. <laughs> okay, yes, so I'll go back to that. Front and back. That's where we were going. Okay. So, ask for business, which will tie into my worst fucking story on set. So, I reserve my pussy for, you know, my relationships. Like, what? unless you're paying me at least $1,500 or more, we can't shoot a scene with my pussy. Right. We, but... We can shoot with my ass. Like, I, <laughs> I... At this point, more than half of my scenes are anal scenes... Uh, <laughs> I accidentally became like the anal princess. Like, it's you accidentally <laughs> talk about that real quick because I want to hear how that happened. Look, so 
I experimented with anal from a young age uh, because I was like, you know, scared of being like a teen mom and shit. Like, so I was, I was in high school, fucking taking in the ass. Like, so I, I've under, I understood going into porn when they like it first became an option to me, and they're like, would, would you shoot an anal scene? And I was like, dude, fuck yeah! All I gotta do is like not eat anything for like a day before, like wear butt plug all day be fucking relaxed like you know just like have like a little white claw or something beforehand do a dab and i'll be good and you know <laughs> it's great because you know porn dicks they're fucking user friendly so it's not like you're getting like a massive fucking cock shoved right. in your ass like it's like it's nice it's lubed up you're like you got moral support there. Like, the camera people, the light people, you know, they're all there. Like, if you need somebody like to spread your that. asshole a little bit more, they're more than willing to. Like, if you need them to stop for a second, they're happy to stop and right. give you a minute. Like, I, there's been plenty of times where I'm like, wait, I need a second. Stay right there. All right, we're good. Like, <laughs> But the most fucked up time I've ever had on set was probably the last scene I ever shot, actually. <laughs> About a month. Dum, 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 dum. <laughs> About a month ago, I was in Vegas shooting this scene, and I originally got to set. And I love this company so much. They're doing so much shit for me. They pay me so well. They're great. Um, we had this whole thing planned out, and I get there, and we're like, Nah, you know what? Fuck it, because they wanted to put this like speculum in my ass. What's a speculum? Because <laughs> I have so no idea. It's you've like never been like with like a girlfriend to the gynecologist or something. I don't really get into that much that with them. I let them handle that. So basically, it's like the tool they use to like go in and like they okay. crank it open to spread you <laughs> open. And then <laughs> they were like, "Yeah, we just Dude, like, they got the wheel." And they're they like, just "Yeah, turn we just it. got it." <laughs> yeah, literally. <laughs> no, literally. Yeah. And, <laughs> oh, shit. and it was so fucking medieval looking. And they were like, "Yeah, we just got this." Like, like it was clean. Like it was, uh, it was new and everything. But it was like still freaky. fucking hardcore looking. And I was like, "Show me how it works." Like so, they're like, you know, like giving me an example, cranking it open and shit. And I'm like, "All right, like you know, it's not too bad, but like." Metal being cranked open, she could like pinch. Like I got scared, and I was like, right. "We can't, we can't do that. I'm not doing it." So they're like, "They're like, okay, let's uh, let's just do this uh, anal scene. We'll go crazy. Like, pretend like you got a tattoo and you couldn't pay for it because you forgot your purse. So like, you're fucking this guy, and uh, <laughs> pretty easy scenario, right? Yeah, fucking um." So, yeah, basically it ended up being a hardcore anal scene, which was, like... A little too much for you? I or? was not. I mean, like, I love hardcore. Uh, <laughs> like, that's what I'd be doing in, like, my regular life. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, it was just, like, a lot of me being held down and, like, my asshole being fucking annihilated. Right. And, you know, I had, like, two white claws beforehand, and I knew I was making a lot of money, so I was just, like... I was feeling myself. You I was tripping. I was putting on a great show. I didn't feel how annihilated I was getting. Like I had a Hitachi one on the clip. Like so, you know, I, my mind is other places. And then, <laughs> and then they're like, "All right, we're about to do the cum shot. Get ready for it. Where do you want it?" And I'm like, "You know what? Just do it inside. Fuck it. Like anal cum shot. Fuck it. Love it. Right. They love it. Great. We do this sh fucking shot, and they're like, push it out." Like, with that, you know, that's yeah. the thing. You gotta become really good at, like... You gotta have control. You gotta be comfortable, like, queefing and farting in front of people because it, it happens. It happens. They just, like, you know, edit that sound out. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, so, I'm, <laughs> I start pushing this fucking load out and all of a sudden, like, I feel, like, a lot running down <laughs> my leg. I think... Like, because I can't see. I think it's oh, all no. cum. And I'm just pushing and pushing and pushing. And there's all this, like, warm running down my leg. And they're like, oh, you obviously you're ate. bleeding. And, <laughs> and I'm like, just keep going. There's more. And I'm like, I'm still pushing, like, all this fucking cum out. And there was so much fucking blood. Like, I, I like, looked back afterwards. And I was like, oh, <laughs> that's what you meant. Um, 
It's cool. It's cool. Right. Keep it in there. Don't even edit it out. Like we'll just label this is hardcore. Keep it real. <laughs> Keep it real. This is hardcore. And I was gonna ask you to explain what hardcore is, but Hard- if that's hardcore, <laughs> hardcore is anything that's like not like mainstream, I guess. So like it's real rough. Like face fucking, lots of tears, saliva, aggressive anal, aggressive drilling. <laughs> Gaping, spitting, piss. Hey, you're like getting a one on one today. <laughs> Shit. You're getting a one on one. I am your professional. <laughs> Come to me with all your questions. <laughs> Come to her with all your questions. <laughs> I just ha- I had to. I'm sorry. <laughs> Man, that's. Sad. You're going to have to start doing like a late night podcast special just talking sex facts with FaceTap. Hey, you could, you, you, you could be the co-host. You know what I'm saying? I'm down. You could do it late night. That's a new little spinoff right there. All right, I'm gonna keep you to that, man. So that was the last one. Yeah, that was that was like last month. Damn. <laughs> it took like three or four days for my asshole to feel okay after that. Like my biggest fear in the world is having a prolapse. Uh-huh. <laughs> you gotta explain that which too. is I'm like sorry. when your asshole falls out like anytime like you get the like red like puckering out and shit like that that's your fucking rectum falling out because it was manhandled that's my biggest fear and so like i ran to the back i literally i turned around i grabbed my asshole like i was like just checking to see if it was out it was like a little vagina kind of like dude i was like if it's sticking out i gotta push it in like i ran to the bathroom i bent over in the mirror Did you get some duct tape oh my god like thank god my asshole is like it's good it's okay it's it's not it's damaged <laughs> I'm glad for your asshole. It's not wrecked. <laughs> but like, yo, I flew out and I like, I literally flew out for like a day. I flew out, shot my scene, and then like, I was gonna say that hop back. That... So I was like on the plane, uh-huh. fucking like sitting sideways, sitting sideways because my <laughs> asshole was all swollen. Like, <laughs> I was about to say the pillow you put around your neck, you probably put that on your seat. No, dude, I needed that shit. I was flying Frontier. It was not comfortable. I sat on my fucking sweater, though. <laughs> dude, yeah. like, my ass was not okay. Like, I had to, I had to prop it so I could, like, lay back. take Kind of let nap. that rawness, like, get some air in. Dude, my shit was so swollen. Like, my gooch was swollen. Like, that pain shoots up into your body. When your gooch is swollen. <laughs> it's a good film. Dude, (laughs) I'm about to see it soon, and, like, they were just like, this shit's phenomenal. (laughs) They weren't even going to release it yet, and they were like, we bumped it ahead of schedule. They moved you up. Shit, it was that good. (laughs) Yeah, they loved it so much, like, and they loved the teases. Like, people loved the teases so much that I had these, like, crazy fans emailing the company I fucking shoot for, and... They were like, we need to see it. We need to see all the fucking content. We want to see FaceTime Mommy. When are we going to see her asshole get destroyed? And they were like, yo, we're going to put it out. Soon. <laughs> nice. I'm sure, you know, when it comes out, you'll provide a link. Oh, definitely. It, it'll be right on my Twitter. <laughs> Man. What was the first face tattoo? First face tattoo. Okay. So my forehead's pretty struck up, but I have the word sempraternal up here. means everlasting and unchanging. I originally got it because I thought, like, a forehead tattoo would be the easiest to hide since I always have this, like, fucking emo bang in front of my face. Right. And, uh, like... I have kind of a fucking big forehead, so I, I like wanted to create this optical illusion, <laughs> so I could wear like a ponytail like all the way back, and people would be like, hmm, "That's not that big," like just because there's like a tattoo there, like yeah. <laughs> it brings it down a little bit visually. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> and then just one. That that was my first one, and like for a couple years after that, I got a couple more. And then for a couple years, I didn't get any. And then I got a shit ton when I went to L.A. for my first porn shoot, and I broke my world record. Um, I got 15 face tattoos in one sitting. Damn. Uh, no breaks. And then I did a blowjob scene afterwards. Damn. <laughs> did you hear that? 
15 <laughs> tattoos and then a blowjob afterwards. It don't get better than that. Fuck. And she got paid. And I got paid. <laughs> I was going to ask you, do you like the ass scenes get paid more? Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> fuck yeah. Like, uh, my blowjob scenes and my, like, couple pussy scenes I've done, I'm just like, mm. uh, whatever. Because, like, the way I looked at those was the people I shot with and the companies I shot with and, like, the OnlyFans people I shot with had established names and fan bases. So on top of the money I was getting, it was a beneficial fan base gain to me. Mm-hmm. Um, like, one of the guys I shot with, like, I got a 1,000 followers overnight, like, just because I had shot with this one guy out here who's, like, super fucking huge on OnlyFans. But, like... To shoot 30 minutes with my ass is $1,300, to put it that way. Okay. <laughs> but like you said earlier. And on top of that, you have to pay for my flight, my hotel, my weed. My Well, I don't even smoke weed usually. I smoke dabs, so that's more expensive. And I don't travel with shit, so you got to buy my fucking torch, my butane, and whatever I'm fucking smoking with. Right. Uh, <laughs> And so and anything VIP. I want when I'm out there, yeah. Um, there's a lot of girls who come into the adult industry and they take what they can get. Uh-huh. And I I admit I do shoot way fucking less than a majority of people. I am not consistently on my shit. I focus so much more on my music and my uh, like clothes customizing thing I've been doing recently. Like I've almost been using the porn shit and the OnlyFans stuff as a way to just pay my to rent and then and like to pay for my supplies that I need to get my music going, like buy my beats, you know, pay for promotion, like whatever. Like I, I, I invest in all of it with my body because I feel like at the end of the day, I do want to ultimately be doing something that's, contributing something whether i'm contributing fucking drip to dope ass people that appreciate fucking cool clothes or i'm like helping people like my rap like my songs like they are really aggressive i see i be seeing some fucked up shit but at the same time they are definitely songs for people who are just like done taking shit who have been through fucking shit and they're coming up out the mud and they didn't have anybody to believe in them and they got them fucking selves like so if i can like help people in those senses and I just like spend a couple years using my body to get to that point like that's that's what I want to do that's what I'm doing now basically I mean it's almost the same thing as the girl that you know strips during the day and goes to school at night and gets a college degree exactly she's not gonna gonna do it forever exactly and you know as a mom like I get a lot of shit I get so much fucking shit from people like I, I know, I admit, I have a I have a daughter, and people will be like, you know, what is your daughter going to think? Uh, you know, her mom's doing porn, her mom was a stripper, you know, her mom does these things. And, you know, well, that's my, like it's first right of all, now. my kid's so fucking smart. Yeah. She, she thinks I'm the coolest fucking person on this earth. I'm not worried about that. But, like, at the same time, I'm doing all this shit so that my daughter recognizes the things I have done and the sacrifices I have made to give her a life where she doesn't need to do any of the shit I've done. And I'm not shaming or talking down on any of the things I do or have done, but I also don't like that it seems like modern day girls just like... You know, they get of age, and and I admit, I was one of them. I turned 18, and I fucking hopped in a strip club the day I turned 18. I hopped into sex work right the fuck away. I didn't believe I could do anything. Nobody ever believed in me. But it's like now these girls, they don't fucking try nowadays. Everybody, you know, they just want to make OnlyFans. They want to be a stripper whatever. Like, oh, these TikToks and shit be glorifying, like, you know, good show. money days. But they don't show that, like... 80% of the time, you are paying to go to work, and then you're leaving with, like, bare minimum where you could have just been going to school, getting grants and getting that education. You could have been learning a fucking trade, you know? You could have been working a fucking job and putting in, like, work to get somewhere and being paid more for that because there have been plenty of times where, mm-hmm. as a chef, I was getting paid more than the days when I was working as a dancer. Right. You just kind of segued into that, too. I mean, you're a top-notch chef. Like, 
Like I said earlier, excuse my language, but <laughs> fuck the hell out of you and make you a bomb ass five, six course meal. That's that's Probably me. Roll you a that's blunt. me. You wanna spend the night, wake up some bomb ass breakfast? <laughs> so I spent six and a half years professionally cooking. Um I <laughs> I started in fast food. I, I was at Jimmy John's first. That was my first place, my first job when I was 22. <laughs> um, and then, I don't know, I kind of like finessed my way into the kitchen because I dated this guy who was a chef uh-huh. and the kitchen needed help. Uh, yeah, so, so they fucking, they needed like an expo person. So I was doing desserts, like topping off everything, sending them out. Um, Real quick, were you tatted as much then? Not as much, but I've, yeah, I've been tatted since I was like 15. And you keep saying <laughs> stuff that keeps popping. You said top off. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I keep. <laughs> <laughs> go, go for it. Continue. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Fuck, where was I? <laughs> I don't know. I'm high. I know you're high. What were we talking about? I'm dead ass. <laughs> well, that one's out the window. Uh, it was, though, no, the segue to we were talking about. Oh, yeah. Um, cooking. Okay, so Chef. I finessed my way into the kitchen. Um, and they, like, saw I was, like, bomb as fucking dessert. So they taught me, you know, like, doing appetizers and, like, Things like that. And then when I came to Colorado, uh, I, I realized how much kitchen people were making. And so I lied a little bit on a resume, got in this fucking kitchen, and just, like, went off of common sense. Right. Uh, and that started my career. Eventually, uh, I got noticed by this guy, Frank Bonato. And uh, at the time, he fucking liked me. Uh, and he, you know, hired me at the milk market, and they trained me for every concept they had, which uh, gave me so many fucking skills from, uh, like, you know, filleting fucking fish to aging fucking steaks and butchery and things Damn. like that. Um, and then And then COVID happened. And, like, he did some shady shit with uh, our employees' checks that I called out. And I kind of got barred from kitchens for a little bit because people talk. Um, But then I hopped back into the kitchen scene a little bit because I started... Like, I I also have, like, a good reputation in the kitchen scene. So I was making friends with a couple people who own some kitchens and... You know, they were like, we fucking hate that guy. Like, cause he's got a shitty ass rep. He's a, he's honestly a piece of shit. He owns a lot of restaurants right. out here. Honestly, Frank Panana, if you ever hear this, suck my fucking asshole. The regular one? He likes to keep his employees' tips and shit. And the that. regular one or the one? The, the fucking after porn <laughs> asshole. After suck the after boob been out my ass. annihilated. <laughs> Did you say suck the cum out of your Suck the lube out no. my ass. <laughs> There you go, there you go. Yeah, and then, honestly, I was cooking uh, full-time up until, I would say, like, April. April, May, I fucking retired, like, working normal jobs full-time. That's that's dope. Yeah. That's real dope. Yeah, uh, I just, uh, as a mom, like... I want to spend as much time around my daughter in her youngest, most, like, impressionable years before she goes to school and shit as I can. Like, because the way I see it is, like, you got, like, four years of a kid being, like, cool and, like, innocent and, like, not a piece of shit before they start, like, learning little shithead ways. Yeah, like, I I got, like, six months left of my kid, like, being in the cool age. Like, (laughs) so I'm just trying to enjoy it. And... I feel like if you want your kid to end up how you always envision, you need to spend the time with them and put in that fucking energy. You can't be just, you know, sending them off with your family members, their grandparents, babysitters, daycare, whatever. And there's like, I am one of those weird people. Like, I see so much weird shit about schools and daycares, like, you know, all these school shootings. And, like, then I see these things about, like, daycares, like, kids getting their, like, teeth knocked down, shit like that. Like, I am the bitch that will raise hell. Like, I will go in there and punt a motherfucker if they knock my kid's tooth out or something. Like, 
got me fucked up. Right. Like, <laughs> ain't happening over here on this watch. Oh no, hell no! I will pull up. I will beat up a kid and his parents. Like, do you get? I'm sure you get like crazy looks all the time when you're like. Oh yeah, most people sue by child. It's like by little sister or something. Most people don't like. Most people don't know or assume right. I'm as old as I am either. Right. <laughs> I'm not gonna ask you, but I I'm, lie. Right. I'm trying. As to far as people know, I'm 25. Okay. <laughs> I mean, add a couple years, you know what I mean? 28, 29. Maybe you know, I don't, you know. <laughs> that's cool. Ain't no wrong with that. <laughs> I bet it's hard though, just like separating everything. You know what I mean? You have so many different hats that you're wearing. Like you said, you're a designer, you're a rapper. It's actually really easy because I'm so mentally ill. Like, <laughs> I wake up and I got the energy for, like, doing one thing every day. So mm. it's like every day I get a different thing. One day I spend a whole day writing music. One day I fucking work on a bunch of clothes. Right. One day I get as hot as I possibly can, and I shoot a shit ton of content. Like, right. some and days I don't do shit, and yeah. I stay in my fucking pajamas all day, and I, like, just hang out with my kid, do fucking typical mom shit. And like you said, it's not like you're doing porn, like, all the time. No, no. You did it, like, maybe and, and people think, like, it's like, oh, I'm just getting my fucking back blown out all the time. Yeah, yeah, no. Like, if I break it down, I shoot, like, a handful of scenes a year. That's like, what I was going to say. It sounds like, like maybe once a month. Like, like every other month, yeah. I shoot a scene or two. Like, I'll, like, take a month off, like, to focus on my clothes, my music, really hardcore. And then I'll do a month where I do a bunch of bookings for, like, my modeling and my fucking porn shooting shit. Like, yeah. it, life's about balance. And this one weird thing I've been realizing lately is that People don't take serious, like that serious motherfuckers who are doing a lot of things at once. Um, and it's fucked up to me because it's hard for me to conceptualize why anybody would want to put all their eggs in one basket. Right. That's a fucking big-ass gamble. No, for why sure. would you want to put all your energy, all your money, all your time into trying to be good at one thing mm -hmm. when you might be stuck in echo or something forever? Like, I don't want to be 35 being like, I'm the best rapper in my fucking town. Like, no, fuck that. You I want to be like hustles. I want to be like 35 and owning fucking multiple badass apartments all over because I can having fucking boyfriends in every major city so I can travel and not pay for hotels because I can like <laughs> <laughs> not that dumb shit right like come on like work smarter not harder exactly talking about like working smarter not harder only fans and IG I'm sure you meet some there's some creeps on there. Just I'm sure because they, they probably expect that you want it all. Like, oh my god, yeah, I get some crazy shit, and because of how I look, I get a lot of these like, I'm not gonna like, you know, king shame or anything, but like, some things are not my cup of tea, and like <laughs> specifically pegging, like, and I. <laughs> Especially, like, on Twitter, like, because that's where it's the most unhinged, honestly. Because that's where, like, you can be scrolling and straight up see me getting, like, holes annihilated. And these motherfuckers will be like, oh, yeah, I want you to annihilate my asshole that way. Or, like, you know, like, or on my foot page, like, I'll post a picture of my heels and these guys will be like, yeah, I, want, I want that heel in my ass. I'm like, you'd go to the fucking hospital. Like, calm down. Like... <laughs> I don't get, the only thing I'm glad is, like, I don't get dick pics. Like, I don't get unsolicited dick pics. I think guys, like, they know by this point, like, I am not scared to take your dick pic and send it to your grandmother. Like, right. don't play with me. <laughs> <laughs> also, hilarious. the porn thing kind of helps because they're like, she be seeing dicks. All like, day. She, don't, she don't care about my yeah. dick. It's, like, it goes back to, like. And it's true because I don't care about right. your dick, like, at all. Unless you want to pay me $20, you can send me a picture and I'll tell you what it's like. I'll, I do dick ratings. <laughs> For $20. $20. Cash out. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Damn, I had a question I was going to ask you. I'm, I'm high. I'm so high. You want a dab? Yeah, yeah I'm down. Take a dab. <laughs> Let me see. Let me get back. What kind of music are you into? 
We oh were talking about that earlier. You said you were into the drill shit, right? I'm into so much fucking music. Like, okay, I I grew up with, like, an OG, like, 80s goth mom and then, like, a hair metal dad. So I grew up on, like, goth metal, black metal, shit like that, like, Work. Cradle of Filth, Demu Borgir, Typo Negative, Deftones, Nine Inch Nails, things right. like that. Um I honestly, I didn't even listen to rap until I graduated high school. <laughs> uh, like, what was the first thing you heard rap music was? I listened to Lil Wayne. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I listened to a bunch of Lil Wayne because uh, everybody told me he was really good. Uh, so, like, it was like the end of high school. I was finally like, because I, my whole life I was always one of those fucking asshole metalhead kids. I was like. <laughs> Name three songs from the band shirt you're wearing. Oh, you listen to rap? Rap is crap. Like, I was one of those fucking douchebags. <laughs> but then uh, it was like the last year of high school, I was uh, I was in this art class. It was like a welding class. So we had to do this project where we could do anything. I could see you in a welding class. Too. <laughs> it was, I'm, I'm a lit-ass welder. <laughs> lit-ass welder. Um. But so, like, I started listening to Lil Wayne, and uh, the first song I listened to is Sky's the Limit. <laughs> and I fucking, I took this fucking piece of sheet metal, and I made, like, a giant cloud, and I engraved all the lyrics of Sky is the Limit on this fucking cloud. Where's this cloud at? Dude, it is hung up in the West Bend West High School in West Bend, Wisconsin, Oh, my God. I don't know why. Like, it's absurd a little bit. <laughs> but, yeah, so then, I don't know. I I didn't really have a good home life and shit. I kind of, like, moved out of my house when I was 15 and was, like, living in group homes till I was legal to leave. Mm -hmm. And so, like, I, like, naturally, I kind of, like, rebelled against everything I was exposed to as a child, like, with my upbringing and shit. And... It, I went especially hard with the fucking music. I completely stopped listening for years. Like, everything I ever listened to Damn. growing up. Yeah. And, uh... Yeah, I don't know. I, I got into rap. I started... <laughs> I went through this big, like, Cottonmouth Kings phase. And I was, like... Because I was always, like, that stoner kid in high school with the chunky hemp necklace, like, <laughs> leaving lunch to go fucking do, like, gravity bong rips and shit. Nice. Um, yeah, like, I honestly, I don't know, I don't know much about, like, old school rap, old school rappers. Mm -hmm. Most of my knowledge is, like, this new age shit, especially when it comes to SoundCloud rap. Like, I... I get so much shit for it, but I admit all day long, I... Are you in I love SoundCloud rap. That is the platform I only listen to music on. Um, I don't know. I, I've been so deep into it for probably like seven years now since the app was fucking made. Right. What made you get into start rapping? Um, I never thought I was going to be a fucking person who made music. Uh, for the longest time, I was just, like, the girl that all my homies and shit would hit up for, like, music video appearances or writing for them. Um, I, that's, like, how I started. I was <coughs> ghostwriting for a couple people. Thank, um, you, thank, you, thank you for that. No problem. And, um, like... During COVID, I was sitting at my house. A couple of friends were recording music in my room, and they looked at me, and they were like, dude, like, you look like a rapper. Uh, why don't you just lay down a verse with us? And I, I laid down a verse, and, like... Did you write it? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I write everything. Okay. I fucking asking, put out. Asking, <laughs> I will never let anybody write for me, but if you want me to write for you, I, I'll do it for a small Because you just feat. mentioned that, too, writing for people. Yep. Yeah, I don't know. Um, nobody out here, a lot of Chicago people, though. Um, I'm not going to mention names. That right. defeats the purpose. <laughs> just know. Just know. Face that mommy's behind some of your favorite rappers. Um, and, like, I don't know. I'm friends with a lot of um, famous people who are bigger in the music scene. And so, nice. like, I already had a bunch of connections. And so I was like, fuck it. Um, 
I posted this really shitty song with my first verse. Aaron Carter fucking loved it. Like, got me all this attention. Um, uh, I don't know. And then, and then uh, during COVID, like, most people out here know, most people on the internet know, because there's so much video and picture evidence. Like, I was one of those motherfuckers who was having parties and shit during COVID. Um I was having big ass parties. Like all the venues, the most. <laughs> all the venues shut the fuck down, and you get it. All my friends are fucking rappers. Like probably ninety percent of the underground scene out here, I'm friends with, and like all these people were hitting me up. I had like this five bedroom fucking like trap house in Aurora at the time. Nice. It had a fucking huge basement, huge yard. And a couple of them, like, brought up a couple of times, like, throw, throw some shows, throw some shows. And then we ended up throwing so many fucking shows. <laughs> like, <laughs> every other month, we had, like, 200-plus people crammed in my house, lined out my door, like... No one ever called the cops? There was... um Yeah, hell yeah, people called the cops. Like, we just made them go away. I don't know how, but... <laughs> <laughs> like, happened. there was one time that we had so many people in my house that there were so many people staying on my back porch which was like probably like a hundred feet like it was huge that it broke it just (laughs) there's so many people like people were shooting guns off like it it was lit and like (laughs) we were were throwing a fucking birthday party for my homie curtis numb one time and it was so fucking lit like there was probably like 300 people that ended up turning up like people we didn't know like gang some motherfuckers just like just we nobody up. know like they're just like yeah we're here for the party I'm like who are you and they're like who are you i'm like this is my fucking house right. like <laughs> um she got X. wild the cops pulled up five times that night and Dang. each time people like went outside and talked to them into going away the last time I went outside, we were like, oh, we're having a COVID get-together. All of us are sick. Like, right. And they were like, have a nice night. Keep going. <laughs> shut the windows. Like, yeah, we and we go inside. We're like, shut the fucking windows. And you know what? That party was so fucking lit. Like, for some reason, the girls in the scene out here, they they have this idea, like, I'm a lesbian. <laughs> and like these bitches love FaceTime, but like I like the attention, so I kind of eat it up right. sometimes. Bet, and this time <laughs> was one of those fucking times. Like I had, like the cops went away, and I was like, "Let's celebrate." We had this stripper pole in the middle of my fucking living room, and I had like probably like eight fucking baddies. They were just like all dancing, like it was like a Halloween costume party. So they're all in these like little like slutty exactly. outfits. I'm like, hell yeah! Like everybody record this shit. I had three PBRs, like, in my fucking bag in hand. I started cracking them open and just dumping them all over these bitches. <laughs> they were all over my floor, like, pulling their fucking thongs up, asses out, like, another Where's one. Video? Like, Where's this video at? Oh, my God. You know, honestly, I think, like, Fuego Flames and shit might have some video he proof of this. Some. They were there, like. <laughs> shout out. Shout out the homie. <laughs> fucking shout out Fuego Flames, my Leo brother. <laughs> Man, yeah, you be turning up then, huh? <laughs> you know. Work hard, play hard. Work hard, play hard, but, you know, we live fucking one life. So as long as For we're not real. hurting anybody or disturbing anybody, live it the fuck up, you know? Exactly. Fuck it. Where's, um, being that you've kind of traveled a lot, where's, like, um your favorite places to party? Mm, I love partying in Vegas. That's definitely my favorite place to party, but it's my least favorite place to be <laughs> if that makes sense like i call vegas hell every uh-huh. time i have to go there i'm like hm, going to hell again like i get the fucking quickest plane i can get in and get the fuck out why is that what, what don't you like about it yo it's so fucking hot yeah it's so fucking hot and the people out there fucking they're so annoying i hate tourists I, I get it. I'm a tourist when I'm out there. Right. But I'm not doing that weird tourist shit. I'm not, like, stopping in front of people. Like, I need to take a picture in front of this. Like, Just get the, the fuck out of my way. I'm high. I'm drunk. I'm on a fucking mission. Probably get a sub or something. Like, <laughs> kind of subs you like? Oh, I'm so basic with it. Like, if it's Subway, I'm a meatball sub-ass bitch. Okay. Light marinara. All right. What about, what about a firehouse? Definitely their meatballs. <laughs> their shit's so fucking good. It yeah. is. It's so, dude, their bread's fire. 
I have the hardest time at Firehouse because I like I like the brisket, mm. I like the Italian and the meatball. So when I feel like being fat, I'll get two of them. But it's like, <laughs> I wish I could get like you know a quarter, quarter. You know what I mean? But oh, I feel you know honestly like maybe it's really basic, but my favorite subplace is Jimmy John's. That was what's your favorite Jimmy John's? Uh, I'm fucking or is it a so one? basic with it, like. I'll never get a meal special anywhere because I eat like a fucking toddler. I get a slim two, extra roast beef, add cheese, cut it in half, mayo packets, and then we get a pack of fucking barbecue chips and throw the chips in that bitch. There you go. <laughs> That's her signature sandwich. That is right my signature sandwich. Like, if you ever want to pull up to a show or something and impress me, bring me my fucking Jimmy John's meal. <laughs> there you go. And this should probably cook you some bomb-ass breakfast in the morning. Shit. Maybe. 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 <laughs> if I let not. you know where I live. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably not. <laughs> uh, I'm so picky about the people I actually hang out with, like, one-on-one. -on -one. You gotta be, like... Can't let everyone in. No, we were just talking about this. We were just talking about earlier. You gotta conserve your energy for people who are worth it. You exactly. Know? Like there are fucking like realized like energy vampires out no. there. Like motherfuckers, they want to see you shine, but when you're not, they're just like, like that. <laughs> nah, that fair weather shit. I, I Sucked the life out of me. Hell no. Never let that shit happen. No. Nope. We're too nah, strong for that nope. shit. You know what I'm saying? Big strong. Hell yeah. Oh man, <laughs> fuck. I know I said this already a couple times. I'm high. I'm, I'm gonna roll another one too. Shit. I'm gonna do another dab. <laughs> Real quick, talk about your um your style of rap because you reference Michael Vick. <laughs> it took me a second, but I caught it after a while. So, I just explained to me. <laughs> so, okay. My style of rap is like really hard to define because I don't try to sound like anybody or be like anybody else. I think that's corny as fuck. Uh huh. I am me. Like, so. When I started writing music, like, a lot of the rap I listened to is really, it's, like, a lot of, like, East Coast, New York drill. Um, I listened to, like, a couple badass females, like, Big Clit and Rico Nasty, more, like, aggressive shit. <coughs> <coughs> so, <coughs> I have a distaste for auto-tune. I knew I didn't want to make anything... Um, that sounded like uh, kind of like what's in fashion right, right now. Um, every, sure. Everybody's so big on auto-tune. All the females are singing. And especially, like, a lot of the females are rapping about, like, you know, like, their pussy, take your man, this and that. Like, I wanted to step it up a notch. I knew I wanted to sound aggressive. Um, so, like, when I'm recording, like, my ad-libs and, like, the tone of voice I use is fucking nasty. Like, right. I, when I'm in full FaceTime mommy mode, like, that's what I call demon mode. Like, I always refer to myself as, like, a living, breathing, walking angel. But that's, that's demon mode. That's when the wings come off and I'm just like, oh, fuck it. Um, so. so I, like, the best way to describe it, I guess, would be, like, either experimental drill or alternative trap. Like, that's the best way I would describe my music. Right. Do you, <coughs> I was going to say, do you got some something you can spit real quick for him? Give him a little taste? <laughs> sure. <coughs> Never needed someone to believe in me. FaceTime mommy, I'm the bourgeoisie. Self-made bad bitch, got no G. Never had a soul, I was born free. Don't play with my money if you cross me. I can end your fucking life for a small fee. <sighs> I mean, really end your life for a small fee. Popped him in the scene like I'm the queen of the underground. Big dog, put your puppies in the dog pound from the fucking street. It's a motherfucking proving ground. Don't call me peep, this is motherfucking my sound. Hoes don't do it like me. Face tap mommy copies. Drop bombs, kamikaze. Face tap making me an autopsy. Hell yeah, that was hard, hell yeah. That was dope. <laughs> she don't play. No, I will. Like, I want. 
bad bitches to like they fucking play like my shit. music but like when their boyfriend hands them the ox and they fucking put facetime on me on like they're like bobbing their head with it like real they're quick like, yeah. what's a bad bitch to you <laughs> just so they know okay they get it they got it twisted you know this. they got it twisted because my idea of a bad bitch i feel like is really what a bad bitch is mm. a bad bitch is not only a bitch who is, you know, fine as fucking right. hell, you know, put together. But also a nice bitch. Like, I feel like the baddest bitches to me are nice fucking bitches. I love fucking beautiful, put together, responsible bitches who have great personalities and they're genuine as fuck. And they're like complimentive to especially other women because nowadays... Okay, like, I call bitches bitches, whatever. I talk how I talk. But bitches, like, have this mentality, like, they're in competition with each other. And, right. like, and that's, so f- that's so fucked up to me because, like, your destiny and your fate is your own. It's not no competition with nobody. Whatever's going to happen for you is going to fucking happen regardless of whatever's happening for other people or how it's happening for other people. Exactly. <laughs> no, that's dope. Like I said, jack of all trades, you do all kinds of stuff. Shit. <laughs> I'm sure there's a million things we don't even know about. <laughs> yeah. A walking mystery. Hey, what we're learning today. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Hell I know yeah. a lot more today t- than I did yesterday. Oh, my God. Dude, I suck at responding to my DMs. They're fucking crazy. Oh, I'm sure they oh are. Oh, my gosh. Like, I'm sure the requests. I probably get, like, 20 new messages an hour. Like, it's disgusting. Like... Like, I never thought of it like that, what you were saying. Like, <laughs> being that you're talented, they probably think that you're down for everything. And they oh, my you. God. I get so, like, you know. hey, do you mean I got 100 bucks? What does it get me? Like, <laughs> I'll laugh at you. <laughs> right. Punch in the eye. I'll scam you for $100. Like. <laughs> yeah, cash app it to me real quick. <laughs> but no, that's literally, I'm like, yeah, you want to send it to me? I got I to gotta know you're about it. Yeah. Like, no, like, even OnlyFans people, if they hit me up, like, I want to collaborate, I still make them pay a booking fee. It's not as much as I make agencies pay, but mm-hmm. I still make them pay a booking fee for my time. Oh, that's good. You buy your business shit. Dude, like, at this point, I'm like, if you're local and want to fuck with me, I probably have a bigger fan base than you, so you're just going to gain shit off of me. I'm going to promote you pay me for my time like and if i'm asking you for 300 dollars an hour like that's minimum right that's not shit that's fucking bare minimum like you you get in a lot in an hour if we if you let me pull up and we get straight to business we can get a lot done Uh, but if you want to shoot the shit you want to smoke you want to like have a snack you want to get to know me beforehand like (laughs) you probably need to book two or three hours there you go i cut you a deal for more time but shit I'm a mom. I got a babysitter to pay type shit. (laughs) No, that's real shit. Like, you got to keep it business. You know how expensive babysitters are nowadays? Fuck. That goes, like, the same thing, like, with the studio. Like, when when Mm -hmm. I made music, we had the studio. So we had the... Beats are fucking expensive. You want a good Mm -hmm. fucking beat? Like, your lease is going to be maybe, like, 200 bucks. Like, fuck. Like... Like, when you're in a professional studio, you're on time. Like, back in the day, we had the luxury of having our own studio. We could stay there all day. We had all-day Saturday sessions. Mm-hmm. Smoking Big and drinking from, like you said, 12 till. And it's nice when you have the luxury, but you don't have that all the time. Yeah. I've been fortunate where, like, I don't know. I've never had to pay for that. I've never paid for many beats. A lot beats. of shit. I, I, I paid for one beat, actually. Uh, <laughs> but like usually like guys like when they try to hit on me and shit like it's usually music people because like similar interests right. similar goals and shit um so anytime producers and like music engineers and shit hit me up it's always like oh my god you're so hot like could we go on a date i'm like do you got beats here's my email do you got beats I have a whole drive full of, like, really shitty beats I've oh, never sure. used. And, like, it's going it to take a miracle to use them. But, like, a lot of these beats I have been able to use. Like, I've been grateful for the, like, good ones I've gotten. But... Hey, how many tracks have you recorded so far? Hmm. I have ten on my SoundCloud. I have one unreleased, one I'm about to record. And then I probably have about, like, five features. Nice. And then I got like three features in the works you want to give me your instagram and all that real quick too so they know how to listen to your music check out your 
Yeah, so I'm, I'm FaceTap Mommy on Instagram. It's F-A-C-E-T-A-T-M-A-M-I-I underscore. And if you're looking me up on SoundCloud, it is FaceTap Mommy. F-A-C-E-T-A-T-M-A-M-I. The one thing we haven't touched on is your, your, your designing. Talk about that a little bit. Okay, <laughs> so that's something I recently got into. Um, basically, like, my wardrobe, any clothes I buy, I pretty much tend to uh, customize. Exactly, um, that's the way to do it. You got to flip it a little yeah, bit. Yeah, because have that I, I, I try to live my life as a brand um, because I feel like that's the best way to market myself. I, I, when I manifested FaceTime Mommy, I manifested, like, a whole different being that like got shit done right. um, to alter ego yeah like, get shit done don't yeah pull. and like my style has always been the same but like i kind of had to change my attitude so i wasn't so like pushovery and i got sick of being a bitch to everybody who mm-hmm. was like i love your clothes where'd you get that and i'm like i made it leave me alone like now i'm like I spent a little bit of money buying some clothes, going to the thrifts, picking up some things, ordering some supplies where I'm just creating everything that people have complimented and they're like, I want that. Where can I get it? And they can't find it. Or I'm replicating pieces of clothing from like right now I'm working on a piece of jeans. I'm replicating uh, a pair of jeans from fucking devil's rejects. Um, if you guys have seen it, uh, the character Baby Firefly, which is Rob Zombie's wife, she's got these fucking denim bell-bottom jeans. They're all ripped up sexy in the right. ass, like, you know, like, really tasteful. Um, so, like, I'm working on that right now. I'm doing a commission for somebody. Like, they found some really cool studded hats on Etsy, and I was like, I'll make it cheaper and cooler type right. shit. Like, I'm willing to make anything for anybody who's got a reference for me or they like something I've worn just because I want people to be able to get shit more affordably. Like, yeah. designer shit, especially DIY, handmade shit, like, it, it's so taxable. Like, you know, you can sell a T-shirt for $100 if you right. want, and it can be so basically customized. So... For me, since I have so much else going on with my life that is profitable to me, I have really just taken this on as a hobby. I don't really make anything off of anything I make and sell. I am strictly paying for my supplies at this point from my commissions because I want everybody to have cool fucking shit. That's like, dope, real dope. I always wanted cool shit when I was like younger, and like a lot of my fan base is honestly younger fucking people, and they don't have money. They don't have these like full time jobs and shit. You know, they're down to pay forty dollars for a fucking shirt. They're down to pay sixty dollars mm. for a sweater. Like I'm giving them quality, and if I wouldn't wear it, I wouldn't sell it to you. Not exactly. Well, that's dope, man. That's dope. <laughs> shit. Well, shit, we're about to wrap this up. You got any kind of final thoughts? No, I just appreciate you for having me on. For real, we're going to have to have you on again. <laughs> this was a dope time, for real. Hell yeah. Appreciate you, too. Um, You know, well, there you have it. Face tap mommy. That was some... That was some stuff right there. <laughs> we so. went on a fucking roller coaster yeah, ride. We'll definitely do a part two. <laughs> and, <you know. laughs> definitely. All right. Well, like I said, you know, we appreciate you coming on by. Had a blast. You could catch us on all platforms. We're out of here. Peace. Peace out. <laughs>